Confessions of a Crappy Christian is powered by the Converge Podcast Network. Welcome back to another episode of Confessions of a Crappy Christian. I am your host and resident crappy Christian, Blake, and every week I get to have the coolest conversations with incredible people about all the things most Christians are still not sure we're allowed to talk about. So if you've been looking for a place to land with all your crap and for someone to just be honest about what it looks like to walk through this Christian life, well, you've come to the right place. Pull up a seat, pop in your headphones and tune out your kids, and come hang out with me and a guest for the authentic conversations that you have been looking for. Welcome to the second birthday of Confessions of a Crappy Christian. Somehow it has been two years since I gave myself the 30th birthday present of a podcast. And uh, I'm so excited to introduce you to this week's guest. He somehow has never been on the show, even though he has been an integral part of every single thing that you've ever seen. Welcome to the show, my husband and baby daddy, uh, Jeremy Michael. Dun, 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 dun. I'm here. <laughs> he's here, and he's here with sound effects. That's right. <laughs> so we've kind of decided to break this episode. That's a little bit of a behind-the-scenes look-back mashup. Insider edition. Insider edition. That's good. That's really good. See, he's actually the creative brain behind <laughs> everything Krabby Christian. He comes up with it all. So this episode, we're going to kind of break into three parts. We're going to look back. We're going to talk about some behind the scenes stuff that maybe people don't know. And then we're going to kind of look forward into 2021. Let's do this. Sweet. So first question what did you think when I told you I wanted to start a podcast? So for everyone out there, I know zero about this world. If it was not for Blake, I would know nothing. I'm learning. I have learned a lot. So my first thing was like, all right, yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, no big deal, whatever. Sure, babe. Yeah, you do this. You do you. Uh, I had no idea. I mean, of course, I've always had visions of grandeur for Blake, but I had no idea what this would turn into or, you know, it for later in the interview talks about the future, mm-hmm. like where we are right now. I did not see this. So, yeah, I mean, you were just kind of like, I was sure. Just, I was like, yeah, yeah. Which, to be fair, you don't even have social media. Right. And at the time you had Facebook, but it was like for like memes. Like, <laughs> like that, that and like family pictures. That right. Pretty much and cars. Like, right. Cars and the things that I liked. Instagram. I had an Instagram account or I have one out there. I just haven't accessed. But <laughs> we just don't know how to get into it. Right. But I just I kind of stepped away from all of that. Um, actually, when you started taking off, when this all started taking off, I was really like, Okay, that sounds good. Yeah, go for <laughs> Kinda it. Kind of clueless. You know, do, your, do your thing, you know, and not knowing really what it was. I knew, you know, I'd seen some videos from like YouTube stuff and stuff like that, but I'd never sat down and listened to a podcast until you really introduced me to what it was. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that's one of my favorite things. There are a lot of things that I love about our relationship and our dynamic specifically, but 
I am so thankful that as somebody who is in the quote unquote internet world that you're not. Yeah. Yeah. And and there are couples that are that way and it works for them, but Sure, it keeps a little bit to us. Yeah. You know, it keeps a little bit for us. But we champion each other um, in our own fields and stuff like that constantly. And yeah. So, uh, now that I do know what it is, I'm constantly talking about it and yeah. talking about it with other people and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, you're definitely like my best and biggest hype man. Yeah, I think I have a cheerleader outfit just for <laughs> days where I really want to bring it out <laughs> and get down. But you really, I mean... For someone who doesn't really necessarily understand this world, I mean, you under you understand a lot more of it now. Now that I've been no, in it for yeah, two yeah. years, but even then, you know, there. And, and what's funny about you not having social media is that sometimes I forget that you don't have social media, and so something will blow up, and, and no you have no idea. And I'll like <laughs> forget to talk to you about it, and it'll be, you know, weeks later. Oh, you didn't know that I X, Y, I don't even know, you know, sure. what the example is, but I forget that you don't, you almost don't have, you have a totally different behind the scenes experience. Absolutely. But don't have the front end experience <laughs> a lot of the time. Oh. Like you don't follow me on Instagram. Maybe your account does. My account does. <laughs> but you I don't. I don't know how to access that said account. <laughs> um, even still, you know, uh, my close friends, we are not all in this world. Right. And so guys, you know, not to say guys can't be in this world because there's tons of guys who are. But my my close friends have not been in this. Uh, and, and still today, when I sit down with them, I am explaining how certain things work in the background and stuff. Cause that's where I'm at is in the background for the podcast. And so I am just explaining these things and you could just <laughs> see the emptiness in their eyes <laughs> yeah. as, as I'm trying to explain how it all works. Right. And, and um, it, it's something that people today, if you don't know what's going on in this world, you're missing out, whether it be for information or if you own a business and you want to get yourself out there, social media, podcasting, YouTube, things of these nature. If you're not doing these things, you're missing out as far as your business goes. Absolutely. An opportunity. You were telling me the other day, you've been, you've worked with your best friend for 20 years now. And you were, it, it, it was the week that the Candace Cameron episode came out. And so the show was number four on the charts, et cetera, et cetera. And you're super hype and telling him about it. And what was he was like, I think I'm supposed to have a bigger reaction. Like, I think yeah, I'm after, supposed to be more excited than because he didn't get it. He was like, oh, cool. And so <laughs> about 10 seconds in, I was like, you know, you're the uh, godfather to one of my children <laughs> and uh, one of my one of my really close friends. I wanted a little more from you just now. <laughs> poor, poor Luke. <laughs> and so he uh, – he was like, man, I was literally just sitting here thinking that was probably bigger than this <laughs> being is going through my brain right now. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, yeah, it's a whole lot bigger, bro. It's a whole lot bigger. <laughs> but like we said, I mean, that would have been you two years ago. Absolutely. You had no, no absolutely. clue. Yeah, I had I had no idea. And so, you know. I, like I said, I always had ideas and thoughts and, and things of grandeur 
uh, for Blake and for this type of thing. But I had no idea we had come this far this quick. Yeah. And, um, I mean, me neither. We didn't We didn't think we would, at least. And no. So a lot of it is a testament to, you know, you just being real and people wanting that realness in the Christian world, uh, which is very rare right now. Yeah. Uh, and so just providing something that most big names are not putting out. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you're... The folks who follow you are just super engaged yeah. because, you know, like this right now, we're sitting in your, this is us. This yeah. is, <laughs> we're sitting in a small room in our house, just having a couple of drinks and talking about. Uh, <laughs> and just recording the last it. two years. Right. Yeah, this is just, a conversation is we would have. Absolutely. And so, have had. Sitting at the dinner table. But right. The sound is just not as good in there. Exactly. Exactly. So I want to spend most of this episode talking about the cool and the good and the crazy wild last two years. But I would be remiss to not at least first touch on that there have been things that have just super sucked. That's so the double-sided coin of having a life on the quote-unquote on the internet is I want to share the good and the bad, but then it's what is just personal, what should just stay private and, you know, navigating that. But, you know, at the beginning of this year, there was the whole finding myself on that hate blog thing. And I literally almost quit the internet. Absolutely. That was terrible. It was really hard. (laughs) It was was awful. It was. It was really hard. Um, You know, and there's people, including myself, who don't emote a bunch who would be like, you know what, you put yourself out there, toughen up. But that's just not who we are as humans. That's not how our brains work. And so, you know, it doesn't matter who it is. People speak ill of you and you, it hurts, Mm -hmm. it cuts. Mm -hmm. And so that was a very hard time. Um, You know, I was right there with you thinking, this could really go either way. Mm -hmm. This is like almost a flip of the coin that night, you know, thinking, man, we could just be ending it all. And that would have been okay. You know, that if we would have made that decision, then that would have been okay because we we made it together. But here we are. We, mm-hmm. we didn't. You mm-hmm. know, it, it took time away. Um, you did the right thing, which was you took time away from it, spent much time in prayer and thought, a uh, little counseling from a couple different folks that you trust. And from that, Uh, You decided, uh, you made the decision that, or we made the decision that this is where you belong. And this Mm -hmm. is where God has you right now. Yeah. Yeah. And it was kind of a, what's it saying? Like crap or get off the pot. Like it was kind of like that. It was either, okay, this is, I'm going to do this full time and pursue this, or I'm going to quit it and go into obscurity and nobody's going to know my name and free range babies and free range chickens kind of thing. But, you know, got essentially, we felt like God said to double down. Absolutely. And so that's what we did. And what, that was April, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, seven months later, I quit my full-time job and went full-time crappy Christian, which is just insane. It's baffling. It really (laughs) is. It's, it's not, you know, going back to our first thought, our, First talking point, it's not something that we really ever planned for. I mean, hey, it's always in your brain, you know, like, hey, maybe this thing could take off. I don't think it ever was in my brain. Yeah, I I don't. I don't. If it wasn't in yours, it wasn't in mine for sure at that point. But through the Lord and through, you know, a lot of folks 
just really, like I said, getting a bunch from this, it's turned into this thing. And mm-hmm. here we are. The good so far outweighs the bad, though. So we're just going to hit some high notes because there's a lot of them over the last two years. Really, in the last six months. It's, I mean, signed a two-book book deal with Tyndale. If there was a dream, it was always that. I mean, I've always wanted to write a book and I've always honestly wanted to be traditionally published. So even when I started Confessions of a Crappy Christian, I was actually writing a book titled Confessions of a Crappy Christian. And that was where the podcast title came from. And I don't even know if I've ever shared that publicly, but that's, I was writing a book, Confessions of a Crappy Christian, that has since been scrapped and totally re, you know, what I'm writing now is totally different than what I was writing then, but that's where the podcast title came from. And then two years later, I signed a two book book deal. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. And then, I mean, getting to interview... Candace Cameron Bure. Huge. 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 Number four on the charts. Quitting my full-time job, which I loved. I really did love my job, but it got to a point where I was working two full-time jobs, and I just couldn't I couldn't sustain it anymore. The Lord provided you with that job. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. That job was huge for us as a, a couple. It was huge for our family. Um, it brought us into some wonderful places uh, from some hard places, and so... It wasn't, of course, what we what we wanted for you for the long run, but in in the end, when you look back on it, it was exactly where he had you uh, for that moment. Yeah, there's no doubt in my mind that I don't know that I would be here now if I hadn't had that job. Absolutely, um, yeah, that uh, took a lot of strain off of us, right? As, as a family, um, just financially, even. Absolutely, that's that's the biggest thing. We were in a place where we needed some help and. God placed this opportunity in your lap. Mm-hmm. Uh, literally. Literally, literally. And it just there's there's nothing terrible to say about it. I mean, yeah. it was it was wonderful. Yeah. And um and it just is more of a testament to the to the grace that we are where we are and where what this has turned into mm-hmm. is even better than that you know? <laughs> right to where we could you you have the, you've been afforded the opportunity to step away from that and just do this full time what's been the biggest win of the last two years what's the highest point um i would say you getting the book deal was pretty high for me we're not going to low points or whatever per se but when you initially did uh, begin your book proposal uh, a year and a half or so ago. You spent a lot of time, a lot of your heart and soul pouring into this proposal. It didn't work out. Uh, there was a time of grieving for that, of course, because you poured yourself so harshly into this thing and it didn't work out. And so, you know, you got to a good place with it. No big deal. Here we are. We're doing the podcast. You know, we're going on. Kind of shelved it. Yeah. Just like, hey, you know what? Maybe not the right time. Mm-hmm. Here it is. You know, <laughs> what is that? Eight, ten months later, someone approaches you mm-hmm. and says, hey, love the podcast. Uh, love what you're doing. Have you ever thought of writing them? <laughs> well, actually. <laughs> I have these proposal papers right here. So, <laughs> no. But that that was huge, you know. Yeah. I, I think um, – for me, that was the big thing for you was just looking back on that, looking at something you tried so hard and seeing it kind of come. Right. Seeing it come to fruition. Yeah. You know, and and going through that whole process of the book proposal and then, 
you know, the agreement to do the book, you know, we are sitting here thinking we're going to get a call about something else. And they're like, Hey, we're just not even going to beat around the bush. We we want you for a book and we want you for the next book too. Yeah, that was, and I think I talked about that on my, I don't remember. I may have talked about it on my stories when I signed the actual deal. I thought they were calling with edits basically for the proposal that there were shifts that they wanted to make and you know, this the acquisitions editor that I've since developed a relationship with was essentially like, we want to, we're going to, after we get off this call, I'm going to send you a, a, what is, what was it? Like a proposal. A proposal. Uh, yeah. 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 They were going to send their proposal. On <laughs> right. Their, yeah. It was the wild. The financial side. Yeah. And so in case you don't know this, every publishing house has their own way, their own want for a proposal. So the proposal <laughs> that Blake had set up was not for this publishing house. And so our, our thoughts on the call was, hey, we need you to make these adjustments for right. this proposal. And then, bam, this just brings kidding. it up on us. And yeah. so just a huge deal. And so uh, so for you, like big points for you, who who was your favorite interview this year? I think it would hard, be hard to pick one. I mean, Candace Camiburi, obviously. I mean, not just because she's DJ Tanner, but because she she's seems. legit exactly who she seems like she is. And it was such a fun conversation. Absolutely. I mean, that I mean, we talked about sex, which, as you know, is one of my favorite things to talk about. And, and it was, I mean, we laughed. And that, so that would genuinely was such a highlight, not just because she's this huge household name, but. It's funny because other than her, the ones that spring to mind are actually men, <laughs> which is kind of funny. But Gary Thomas, When to Walk Away, was an early one this year. That book changed my life because we have such a skewed view of Jesus's relationship with boundaries and toxic people. And as someone who has had their fair share of experience with toxic people, even just in the last year, that's that book and that conversation were so huge. And then right at the beginning of COVID, I had Rashawn Copeland on the show and he is just literally sunshine in a bucket, not in an ingenuine way. Cause we, the title of that episode is God's mercy in this mess. I mean, we, and, and we, it was another one where we recorded it right before it came out. We bumped him way up in the in the schedule, and we talked about what we've no idea what's going on. This is, I think, that episode came out March thirtieth, so that's just a couple weeks into the pandemic. Right. And that conversation, it was just he's so wise and finds ways to choose joy and see God's mercy and goodness in the midst of really terrible circumstances. So I think those three are my top ones. Listening to the Converge Podcast Network. And now, a message from a network supporter. This morning, Jen woke up, made three breakfasts, did two loads of laundry, and one conference call. But she also saved $25 because Jen uses a new innovation from Huntington called Money Scout. It analyzes Jen's checking account to find money that's not being used and moves it to her savings automatically. Learn more and enroll at Huntington.com slash Money Scout. Huntington, welcome. Message and data rates may apply to text alerts. Money Scout is subject to eligibility, terms and conditions, and other account agreements. Member FDIC. Okay, so since you are currently listening to an episode about Advent, I wanted to let you know that I've created a 
free download of a Advent scriptural reading guide. It's called The Blessed Arrival, and it is very straightforward. It's literally just verses to read every day, and it goes through the prophecies, the fulfillment of those prophecies, and Jesus' birth. And it's just a really easy way to get back to the simple purpose of what this season is about is Jesus. So if you want to follow along, you can go to crappychristianco.com slash links and download the Blessed Arrival today. So we're going to kind of move into talking about some behind the scenes stuff, because if anyone sees the behind the scenes of all of this, it's you. Absolutely. So podcasting takes so much more work than people think it does and i don't say that to be melodramatic or <laughs> i work so hard it's just it- no it absolutely does there's there's you know and i've learned just from watching you and seeing what you do um we are lucky enough to be a three four person team right now mm-hmm. you know um and adding a team member was big because there's so much more there's these little things like Hey, do you want to be on my podcast? Okay, let's start recording. No, that's not really how it works. Right, I wish. You know, there's an outline. <laughs> there's what are we what are we actually talking about? Yeah. Because you, of course, want to make sure that these folks are talking about things that align with you and your message. Mm-hmm. But also those folks who we're interviewing, we want to make sure that we're getting what they want to talk about across as well. And so there's some background stuff to you know, making sure the interview goes well right. and, and gets the message across mm-hmm. uh, for both for both groups. Yeah. I mean, there, and that's just the prep. I mean, there's the scheduling, there's managing emails, there's right. writing show descriptions and show notes and, you know, scheduling those episodes to come out. Thankfully, like you said, we have Kat, who is our communications manager. She's incredible. I don't know how we did this before her. Uh, there, Scott is the producer of the podcast. He's great. You've come on board as the operations manager and CFO of the Krabby Christian Co. and podcast goings on. What has it been like working with me? <laughs> well, uh, it has been amazing. Um, it really has. It really has been, it's been great. Um, you know, our relationship has done nothing but grow through all of this. You know, of course, there's times when it's stressful, um, but those stresses aren't because of us. They're just, you know, we've made some scheduling changes to where, mm-hmm. you know, you batch your episodes so that it it's not taking up like so much of family time, um, you know. So for a week, you may batch in ten episodes, mm-hmm. and um, only here recently, not uh, having the second full time job, have you really been able to batch those episodes during the day, which, which is, is huge, ginormous. Yeah. Girls are not here. Uh, I'm at work myself, and so uh, it just is the best time. Uh, but even previously. Um, you know, there were times when you would have to sit down and do 10 episodes a week for two, three weeks straight. And it's like, holy moly, <laughs> like, are we married? Right. You know, you come yeah. ho- I come home. I work a very strenuous week uh, schedule. And so I come home. I see we, like girls, pass each other in the doorway. Right, yeah. Help our girls out and you go and do your thing. And so it, it was tough for a little while there. Um, but now, um, I would say that that was really the only strain on us was just time apart. Yeah. And 
we've been lucky and blessed enough to where that has changed in the last six months pretty dramatically. Yeah. And so it doesn't affect our day-to-day uh, seeings of each other. Yeah. And then so now we have actual business meetings at yeah. our kitchen table mm-hmm. because you, you know, you are running the you know, Kat really runs a lot of the admin stuff and you run the contractual financial side of things. And I just get to be the creative brain, which is right. pretty awesome. But I hate talking about money. Right. You do. So much. You do. And there and there's <laughs> just things that, you know, we're playing off of each other's strengths. Um, I am the total analytical uh, my brain works very engineerish like and um, I'm looking at things like, you know, you have this big idea and I'm like, OK, what is that going to take financially right. and what have we spent already? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, your brain is very creative. I'm like, but I have a dream. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to make that dream come true. Yeah. Which may take a little bit more time than we thought. Right. Um, but so, yeah, you. I've learned a lot about a lot, whether it be <laughs> podcasting or the financial side of things. Running a business. Uh, running a business. Because I was essentially like, I don't want to run a business. Right. Here you go. <laughs> Here. Do this. <laughs> Fix you, it. You tell me how much I get at the end of each month. Literally. And so, <laughs> no problem. And so, you know, those are the things we work through. And so I want to make your goal happen, however big and grandeur it is. Yeah. And, and I want to not spend everything I make on skincare. Exactly. <laughs> Which is hard. It is. It is. It's <laughs> tough, you know. And so, we're working very well together. It's it's come to some conversations where we know that we have to sit down and be honest with each other. Like, hey, this is not as fun to talk about, but we need to talk about money and we need to talk about where we want to go because, I, again, I want to make your goal happen. Um, we just have to look at what it's going to take to make that goal happen. Right. Well, and we recently discovered that we don't naturally necessarily function as a team. Yeah. And not in a – we are just both such independent people in our hardwiring that I think it just doesn't – it just doesn't organically occur to us to function as a right. team. It, it takes effort to actually sit down and talk about it because our Enneagram's eight and a one. You know, she's very strong-willed, very like this is my plan. Uh, I'm the one, and so I am the one that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously. Obviously. Um, No, I am the guy who's like, no, I don't need anybody to do anything. You know, I can do it all myself. And I feel the same way. Yeah, totally false statements. Um, Just I was raised very much independent. Um, My mom's real – is is a real independent person, and so uh, she raised me that way, and – it wasn't until I even became a Christian that I realized I really can't do anything independently anyway. Mm-hmm. And so uh, here we are, eight years into marriage, mm-hmm. and we're like, "Oh hey, oh right, this mm-hmm. is a team effort." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so let's sit down and make this. Happen. And not just in a business. I mean, no, we're talking about whole. it in a business capacity, right. and that's not. I mean, it's not making it sound like we don't work well together. We just kind of each do our own thing and right. get it done, and have realized recently that if we functioned more integrally as a team and brought right. one another on with the things that we're doing that we would be even we're pretty effective people Absolutely. and we would be even more effective if we bring both of our goals to the table for that day whatever it may be even the smallest of things whether it be something around the house or something financially or something we want to do with our children or whatever 
you know, our schedule for that day, we've realized that we just work so much better Yeah, <laughs> if we actually do that. Yeah. And so it, like I said, like we both have said, we, we both have functioned for so much of our life independently. And so just learning that, sure, we can continue to yeah. do it that way. Yeah. Uh, it's not the healthiest route mm-hmm. and it's not actually the way God designed us. Yeah. And so he designed us to be one. And so that means sitting down and being like, hey, uh, actually, I was going to do this today. Uh, right. You know? Well, and, and you and said and something about around the house. Like, It does not occur to me to ask you to help fold this mountain of laundry I've created for myself. Right. Not because you won't do it. You're incredibly helpful. I'm just like, I'll just knock this out. Right. Where yeah. I could ask you to help me do it while we sit and watch a show yeah. and knock it out and have the time. So I'm, I think that that's one thing I'm really looking forward to in 2021 is just our team working capacities. Cause like I said, we work well together, but now it's just kind of almost taking that to a different level. Well, in every year we learn something huge from him. Yeah, you know, absolutely. He, he really does bring in this, this little season for us. Uh, that we're just realizing is teamwork, mm-hmm. home team. You mm-hmm. know, we're, we're the home team. And so it's very exciting to see what next year is going to look like because we're capable of a lot independently, but we're capable of so much more if we do it the way God has designed us to do it. Yeah. So what are you most excited about for next year, for 2021? What's the biggest deal for, for Blake Guichet? <laughs> I think just having – two months under my belt of doing this full time feels like it's been so much longer. Mm-hmm. And so getting to start and hopefully God willing finish the year running after a specific goal, which ultimately genuinely is to further the kingdom by doing the things that he's created me to be good at. I feel like I have the opportunity for one of the first times in my life to actually hit my stride. You know, there's been so much change, even just over the course of the last 10 years that we've been together. I've had a lot of jobs. I've birthed two children. I've given up things and I've picked up things. And so this feels continuous. And so just like I said, the idea of actually really hitting a groove and going after these goals that we've set as a family and as a business and as a person and in our marriage, I just feel like there's so much like pent up potential that we have, you know, we talked so much about having no idea that we would land here. I think it's kind of the same thing of, of having no idea. I have no idea where I'll be next this time next year. Absolutely not. Um, discussing it with, some folks who know a lot about business and stuff like that. Um, podcasting definitely has staying power. It has power for years to come just because it's so easy to listen to while you're doing other tasks, driving, whatever. Um, and so the fact that, you know, you've created this podcast and this following per se of people who are seeking truth, mm-hmm. who are seeking real truth. We're not standing up here saying that our life is glorious and that right. every minute of it is just rainbows and unicorns. Right. Or that if you work hard enough, you can accomplish everything you think you want. Right. Absolutely. You know, that that's not, garbage. It may not be where God has you. You know, the things in life that we want, 
does not necessarily mean, you know, that doesn't mean that that's what God wants for us. I mean, I want to deer hunt and fish all day <laughs> for the rest of my life, but you know what? That doesn't really further the kingdom. I'm mm. not doing it in a way to further the kingdom, but it's not what God has me doing right now. Right. And so, you know, we, we have to, through our own ways, figure out what it is that discernment of what it is that he has for us. And right now, this is what he has for us. Mm -hmm. He has this podcast that is doing wonderful things. You know, I've seen some of the messages, some of the folks who've reached out to you and said the changes that it's made for them. And, and it's because we're not sugarcoating things. We're not ugly about things either. But at the same time, like, the world is real out there, and we don't want to uh, make it out that, you know, everything's just hunky-dory all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, we all go through the same struggles all the time. You know, it doesn't matter how big up the chain you are or how little down at the bottom you think you are. Right. Everybody struggles with literally the same thing. And so it's just a – this is just a place that – uh, shows that mm -hmm. you know yeah what are what are you most excited about for next year man I, I'm gonna be honest here as far as the podcast goes I'm so out of my own place for this like I have no idea what to expect I really don't because two years ago I didn't expect to be sitting here right now right and um, it's not you know because I didn't believe in it um, it was just that I didn't know about it and the this world, this internet slash social media world is ever growing and changing. And so I'm I'm excited about the unknown, to be honest with you. Um, you know, if we do the same thing we did this year, it would yeah. be wonderful. Great. It would that would be amazing. And so I'm really excited to, you know, for you to finish your manuscript for the first <laughs> book. That's gonna be a big, you know, big note. Um I'm excited to do the, think about the possibilities of us actually going on a vacation for the Woo! first time in eight years. Oof. Um, <laughs> without, not work-related and our without our children. children. Right. And that is the post-manuscript turn-in goal. Yeah, not a trip, which is with children. Right. There is no vacation with children. Let's Dear Lord, right. please let us not – let us be able to fly somewhere. Somewhere, please. Please. Goodness, let's get through this. Let's get through this. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's where I'm at. Yeah. You know, I, I'm really excited about the unknown. I'm really excited to see what he's doing uh, in our lives. Uh, he's made some giant leaps and bounds and just since July, August. Uh, and so yeah, knowing with him, everything is unlimited. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, this was fun. This was awesome. It was just we some should, chill conversation. We should probably try to do it more often. Okay. That's probably my fault. But uh yes. <laughs> Hundo percento. All right. Shift it in the gear and go back over. <laughs> this is not the first time I have asked you. Absolutely it is not. We just both work crazy pants hours. Yes, we it do. is uh eight fifteen, which doesn't sound that late, but we're mama and papa. So <laughs> it's actually like we're normally gearing towards bed right now. We are. So, thanks for doing this. Absolutely. Anything for you. I love you. I love you with all my heart. All heart. Thanks for tuning in to this birthday celebratory episode with my sweet husband. You can subscribe to Confessions of a Crappy Christian, and we will just show up in your podcast app. 
every week, which is super convenient. And you can follow over at the girl named Blake. And I will see you next week. All right, that's it for this week. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Crappy Christian Podcast. And hey, by the way, if you super loved it, can you go leave a five-star review wherever you're listening? That'd be awesome. All right, see you next week. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network. This year has reminded us of the importance of saving for the unexpected. And as a bank, our job is to make that a little easier for everyone. That's why at Huntington, we're so proud to introduce Money Scout. It analyzes your checking account to find money that's not being used and moves it to your savings automatically. It's that simple. So you can always be saving, even now. Learn more and enroll at Huntington.com slash Money Scout. Huntington, welcome. Money Scout is subject to eligibility, terms and conditions, and other account agreements. Member FDIC. This year has reminded us of the importance of saving for the unexpected. And as a bank, our job is to make that a little easier for everyone. That's why at Huntington, we're so proud to introduce Money Scout. It analyzes your checking account to find money that's not being used and moves it to your savings automatically. It's that simple. So you can always be saving, even now. Learn more and enroll at Huntington.com slash Money Scout. Huntington, welcome. Money Scout is subject to eligibility, terms and conditions, and other account agreements. Member FDIC.